our beer. We have our drunk food on the way. We are good. <laughs> okay, I don't need that just yet. All right. Okay, so yeah, the puppy's going to be a thing. Oh, are we talking are we to recording? people? Oh, yeah, we're already recording. Oh. As soon as we said start, yeah. I was like, all right, record this bitch. There's a small distraction So su- super short tonight. story. A week ago, a random stranger gave my, do- my, my friend's eight-year-old daughter a puppy. I now have custody of the puppy. Surprise! Yay. Until he has a forever home. So, yeah. So, Theo over here is fostering a puppy who is completely adorable. So, when there are random comments that in no way pertain to what's happening in the game, <laughs> it's either the alcohol or we're talking to the puppy. Yay! <laughs> so, before we start, we should, of course, pray... Yes. Ladies. You almost did a hand out, <laughs> didn't you? Oh, I man. saw the hand coming for me. Hold on. Are we, we're going to Catholic this? We're going to Catholic this. We're going to modern Catholic? We're going to old Catholic? I don't know. I like old school, yeah. straight palm Catholic. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Three, two, one. Oh, oh many goddess of fortune. Please don't be a bitch today. All right. Totally almost dives straight into Apostles' Creed there. <laughs> All right. Oh my Shall God. I read from the occasionally good book? Yes. Let's read from the book. What happened last time? 21, August 2020. It's the first session, so I'll just read all the things. Cool. And I've recently done recording of reading boring things. I shall do it in that voice. Ooh, do oh. it. <laughs> Characters. Aeolus. <laughs> Daenerin Aquamancer. Exile. Vignesi. Void Soul Paladin, Outlander. Meeting, two centuries past the previous campaign. Adventurer's Academy, thrown out. Morally questionable choices. <laughs> Framed. <laughs> Rumors, piracy at Edril's Isle. Rich pricks at Calcridge, out of town. Mystery at Calc Blath. Tolo? Tolo Shrade. Read. Rich pricks at Kelk Ridge. <laughs> Captain Dandora, Lowen, Lewin, Lowen, Lewin, Lewin, at the Sea Stride. Elvin, back up at the Swain Boltswain. Boltswain? Boltswain? Not Boltswain. Boltswain. Why does it look like it should read Boltswain? I don't know. And Boltswain is its own damn word. The Boltswain's the person who keeps all the ropes. I know, right? <laughs> Which I only know because, because critical role, <laughs> one drink. <laughs> when oh, Travis picked too, the I sailor's think. background, oh. had no idea, and then their campaign goes on the sea, and he had to make himself a sailing for dummies book to oh, have it the table. <laughs> <laughs> so, Swing Boat Swing is the tavern. Ralbor, Tolson, and Orden. Uh, thus ends the sober handwriting. <laughs> Large <laughs> letters at the bottom. Precedent. A critical hit equals double plus dice. All right. Ah, yes. That's right. That, that was a question, right? Is it double plus dice or max plus dice? There was three different things that you were telling me. There were three. There was double dice, there was max, and then there's max plus dice. Double plus dice is none of them, so clearly I was drunk when I wrote this. I think we wanted the middle where you max plus the additional dice. Okay, so... All right, yeah, sure. Let's do, let's go ahead yeah. and do that then. Because be... there's your maximum dice, which you could get on a dice roll. Yeah. There's double the dice, which could be shitty or could be awesome. Yeah. And then there's max plus a dice, which is always good, could be awesome. I think max plus dice because yeah. I because if you if you get a critical hit, 
I don't want you to feel like you can, you know, fuck it up real bad. You know? Critical ones. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, so we're crossing out ceremoniously double. We're writing in max, and then we will start today with amendment. Uh, next line in Volant's handwriting. Swamp lizard folk equal disorganized and apparently leaderless. Swamp seems to give birth to them randomly. Lokatha have elder peeps in the Edrisi. Name is Lormus, the one we met. Pause. Create challenge. <laughs> da, 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 da. All right. Okay. Beginning today with the amendment. Volanti, we're just obsessed with the puppy. Yes. <laughs> There will be many distractions on our road today. Equals <laughs> <laughs> yes. the furry four-legged variety. Plus, Alice will constantly dice. be getting distracted by things. <laughs> All right, and I will put that in a big puffy cloud at the top. It says official precedent: critical hit equals max plus dice. Okay. Thus endeth so the wait, review. To, that's like what we used to do, but then we also rolled dice. Yeah, so like if your max damage is a D eight plus four, you'd get twelve plus your D eight. Yeah, so you get to do your max damage plus roll your your damage dice, but you yeah. So yes, <laughs> Moonbeam would be holy fucking shit. Oh dear Christ. Yeah. I don't have it anymore. Thank God. Yeah. <laughs> well and that's why it's like we should while our while our characters are low level and not yet OP as fuck, we should establish the precedent so that it can grow with us. Yeah. Is precedent still on the drinking game? I feel that it is. Yeah, everyone drinks. Like yeah, nine so sips. so so your your local happy neighborhood DM totally forgot when she was packing up her shit today to load the drinking game. <laughs> so we're at Theo's house. Theo, we are for the first time. That's where the infant is, and the infant being the puppy. Yeah, no, no human infants. No, 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 no. I mean, if we had one of those, it'd be awesome. I'd be snuggling the crap out of it and then putting it in another room with someone else. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I would be far less distracted by a human infant. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I'd be like, please get that human infant away from me. Thank I'd you I'd be very like, much. cuddle, cuddle. You're waking up. Mom! <laughs> you have three women who have three it varying degrees bad. of infant. <laughs> Perks of being an aunt. <laughs> See, I did a thing. Pay me and I'll fix it. So... Um, after Theo's reading from the good book, you guys have gotten through the swamp, you have fought some lizard folk, and you have rescued a lolicath, a locacath, a fish dude. A fish dude. He will be called <laughs> fish dude. He seemed chill, not too happy, but he gave you some info about the, about the surrounding area. You are now standing outside of the gates of Kelk Ridge, a richly, a rich looking part of the peninsula you notice here actually you know what why am i why am i just giving out free information bitches roll perception checks what do we see oh I yay that's a one oh, plus four is five right there are no numbers to add 15 all right well i rolled two dice was i supposed to roll two dice you only For have one character now. Yeah. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm going to clean re-roll that because I just rolled both. It's, uh, there were two in I my tray because they don't fit. Okay, 19 mm -hmm. with a clean roll with the new dice. Okay, <laughs> all right. Yes, Theo was very used to rolling two dice at a time for two characters running at the same time. Well, Volant, your character, uh, you are thoroughly distracted. <laughs> yeah, I really am. <laughs> uh, he went over by... Yeah. I can see him through the table. Yeah. He's by the sofa. I'm trying to trust him with the one rug he's never gone on. Yes. 
Ugh. <laughs> Murder time. <laughs> That's a. Does that count? What? It does. Oh. It does. It does. It does. Just because it was on the, the the funny Skyrim thing. So you're outside the gates. The gates are open because there are several merchants that are trying to come through from Kelptown. You notice, well, you don't, Volant, but Theo, you notice these merchants are not as poor-looking as some of the merchants that you saw outside the, the Swain Boat Swain. These merchants look to be a little bit more affluent. They are from Kelptown, but they do look like they probably do a brisk business with the people at Kelgridge, so they're a bit more affluent. And there is one with a wagon full of barrels of mead. There's one with a wagon full of hay. And there's one with a wagon full of fish. Um, what would I do? What would I do? What would I do? We are going in and they're coming out? Uh, no, they are going in. But the, the gates are wide open because they are going in. There are two oh. guards. Yeah, I was about to finish my uh, description when we got distracted by puppy. Um, okay. uh, well, let, me, let me tell you what else you see real quick uh, before you start um, yep. trying to make a plan. Um, so there are a few guards on either side of the gate, mm-hmm. and they're opening it and letting these three carts in. Um, how many people are with each cart? There seem to be, let me see, on, on the first cart, the one with the barrels of mead, there are four people. Two at the back, two at the rear. Ladies! Puppy! Face! <laughs> DM! Sorry. He's like two inches from going in a room he's not supposed to be in. Okay, my bad. Um, okay. So for the okay, so there mm-hmm. are, there are four four with the mead, four with the mead, two in the front, two in the back, mm-hmm. and then there are three for the uh, cart of hay. And it appears that two are at the front, and there is one sort of sitting on top of the tallest stack near the middle. Okay, I would. And there are two for the fish. Two for the fish. Are the mm-hmm. two with the fish in the front? Yes. I would say very quietly. Ew. I think we can join the fish cart and just go in with them. Let's go. Like, just, should we walk officially, or should we try to, like, hop up on the back? They'd notice if we, they'd notice if you landed on the back. Yeah. Just, let's just try to walk up officially behind them. Okay. Look guardy. Uh, go ahead and both of you roll a persuasion. Well, it depends on, are you wanting to, like, are you wanting to look like you are part of the fish cart, or are you trying to be a little more stealthy? Blend in. Trying to blend in. Okay, go ahead. Okay, go ahead and roll a persuasion check. Thank you for not making it performance. I mean, that would have been fine, but still. Yeah! Wow. my friend, 11. 10. So they think that you are definitely, uh, Volant, they think you are definitely part of the cart. You, on the other hand, Theo, they are very suspect and they stop you. So do you want to oh, she's with me. Uh, roll deception. Eight. They do not believe you, and they are stopping Theo from going in. Seriously, guys? What do you need? They look at each other, and look at you, and look at each other, and look at you, and they whisper to each other, Oh, you think so? Yeah, yeah. And they say, 20 gold. 10. I pull out my holy symbol and I look at it. And I look at them. And I turn to the cart and say, So bribery is standard here. 
Anyone else know that was going to be a thing? Because it's going to be a real expensive shh, trip. Shh, quiet, quiet, shh, quiet. Shh, is that a normal thing? Like, no, are we going to no, run shh, with that? Because, yeah. Shh, yeah. Well, you, you, pro- I'm just, I'm just letting everyone know what's going quiet, on quiet, here. Quiet, shh, no, okay, 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 good. Shh, what, what's happening? I see blue you, lights. You didn't mean that, right? You're just, oh, food. Shit. Damn, we're in the middle of a performance. Okay, so food came right when we were in the middle of we performing. We you conquered? That's not how I recall it. Oh, that's right. Food came. We s- mm. huh? Food came. We saw. We conquered. <laughs> <laughs> Are you telling me that you conquered the puppy? The food! Oh. Vini, vini, vini. Alright. So we were in the middle of. Uh, Theo, your character had just accused the guards of bribery. Uh, Not accusing, just announcing loudly to the entire caravan that apparently that's a thing. Let me, <laughs> let me roll to see who can hear. Wow, nobody can hear it. But they're already freaking out. Yes, yes, the guards are freaking out. The guards do not realize that no one can hear what you guys are saying. But they are freaking out as if they, they believe that people can hear it. Yes, I am entrance to white running this. So God. I will step in and say, no, 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 I don't think that's no, not what they meant. I don't think that's Rift what they it. meant. You don't Drink think that's what they meant? No, you you meant to let us go through, right? Yes, yes, of course, of course, please. Continue. Um, your your cart <coughs> is, is up ahead. Please mm-hmm. join your party. Thank you. My mistake, and I just look at him with the black void holes that are my eyes. <laughs> oh, oh, do you want to roll intimidation for that? Yeah, I kind of do. Where am I? 21. Oh my god, okay. <laughs> um, roll perception for me real quick. 13. Alright. As soon as you flash your void soul eyes, he peers deep into them. You start to see him shake a little bit. Um, you hear parts of his armor start to clack, 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 clack. And you suddenly smell a faint hint of ammonia. Like that room. Like <laughs> <laughs> the puppy room. Like the bell. Well, that one, it's fine now, but the balcony. <laughs> yes, yes, he has thoroughly pissed his pants in complete fear. Yeah. So, you waltz on Excellent. in to kill Cridge. Suddenly I'm wearing a hat for some reason. <laughs> you just took your hair. <laughs> <laughs> Onward. Yep. Nope. I just turn around and walk straight in. <laughs> All right. As you enter Kelg Ridge. Oh, I lost my notes. Sorry. All right. Kelbridge is situated on a lovely little cliffside of the peninsula, whose name I have forgotten. <gasps> Bayrule, that's it. Sorry. My notes are right in front of me and I can't read, apparently. All right. This looks like almost like the side of a Grecian island. It's very whitewashed, it's got beautiful purple accents all over. Purple, of course, being the royal color, and these people think they're royalty because, uh And you see many women wearing these beautiful flowing dresses. They like to wear their dresses, like the tops are very sleeveless, and they have very deep necklines, and very deep, I don't know what you call them, the back. A deep V in the back. back. Okay, thank you, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know There's not a word for that. (laughs) I am a lumberjack plaid-wearing lesbian. I don't know what that <laughs> shit means. Or how you say it. Sorry, that was the, that was the clickety-clack of my table mm, over here. Mm, yeah. The children are playing around. They are 
playing with very um, elaborate looking toys that gleam with a, a silver tent. Tent? It's a silver tent. <laughs> a silver tent. Golden silver and diamond tent. tassels. Tint. Tint. Not only are my players <laughs> constantly looking at the puppy as it plays on the floor, totally ignoring me and what we're doing. I, we are not ignoring you. I, don't, I can listen and look at a He's puppy. He's biting the, the shit <laughs> out of a shoe. <laughs> and now he's sniffling at me. I should just pick up the puppy and put him on my shoulder and pet him until he falls asleep so you guys will look at me. All right. That, that would work. That would, that would work quite, quite nicely. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, I moving on. him again now that the food is gone. All right. So this is a very rich-looking part of town, but you also notice there's a lot of guards around. They're looking very much like the guards that tried to bribe you on your way in. They appear to be very well-armed with spear, shield, and blade. They are looking at everyone who is coming into the town, like the merchants, you guys, with suspicion. But the general populace, they are not looking at them with any sort of suspicion. You get the feeling that strangers aren't really welcome here. Hmm. Consult the good book of NPCs and notes. Tolo. Tolo Shrade. We are looking for Tolo Shrade. Okay, do you say that out loud? Um, well, yeah. Tolo Shrade, right? Tolo Shrade. And I'll edge up around one of the merchants and say, hey, do you do you know Tolo Shrade? Uh, do you want to talk to someone who's on the fish? The hay? The fish. Or the mead. Okay. They look at you and they sort of look at you both curiously because they're kind of wondering, how in the world did you get in? But the oldest, who has a, a white beard, he looks down at you and he says, oh no, I, I don't know Tolo Shrade. I don't know Mr. Shrade at all. I've never met him, but he is the richest man in town. That I know. Do you he, know which direction he is? He points you into uh, kind of like toward the cliffside, and there is this beautiful looking big house surrounded by a one meter high white like stone Whitewashed stone gate. One meter? One meter tall. It's a low wall. Yeah, it's the wall of that. someone who can afford security <laughs> to fall That's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's more for show. It's like, I don't really need this. So I'm going to have it because. It's a symbolic stay out. None of you are going yeah. to get on my land. <laughs> but I'm just going to put this up just as a reminder. Mm. Uh, yeah, so I say, hey, thanks, dude. Thanks, sir. Um, yeah, sorry. Dude, dude came out of that bottle right there. Um, thank you, sir, and um, fine luck trading today. Would you like to buy some fish? I've got some fresh catch. I am skint at the moment. I'm not sure we have a need for fish. We're pretty all right at the moment, but maybe on our way out of town if you're still here. Oh, uh, sure, of course. We'll be in the market in the center of town. Perfect. Which direction fish. is that? That would be the complete opposite of Shrade Manor. That tracks. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> Grab your arm and march off in that off direction because we we've established we march around we that way to arm. annoy people. Yeah. We arm and arm it. Uh, yep. 
Okay, all right. Now, now, can you describe for me a little bit more? Like, are you just casually walking arm in arm, or are you totally like totally Sanderson to sisters from Hocus Pocus? Doing this? <laughs> no. we're, we're 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 kind of off to see the wizard. I'm a little more stoic than she is. She's better at the acting bit than I am. And yeah, I've got buckler and then sword arm through her arm so that I can. If and I I'm need swinging to. my umbrella in the other hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, roll performance. Oh god. Oh god. That's Ooh, only a plus three. I'm not trained in that. That's a three Ooh. plus three. Nineteen. Oh, oh my. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. For someone with the charisma I have, I'm rolling shit. <laughs> Dice jail. Not quite yet. It has. No, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Belong. You are putting on one hell of a show with your umbrella, just you know, just waltzing down with your friend, and the local populace takes a look at you, and everyone seems to think that you are some kind of master circus person who is probably going to see Tolo Shrade for a job at his young son's birthday party. And they look over at Theo and they think, oh, that one, she needs to practice more. And the, the poorly hidden bodyguard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so no one hinders you as you go up to Shrade Manor. It's about a 20-minute walk from the gate to the gate of the manor house. When you arrive there, you do see that he is actually sitting on a two-tiered house, the only two-tiered house in town. Decorated, of course, whitewashed walls, but it does have beautifully intricate designs of purple paint, like on the tops and on the edges, like the corner edges of the house. There also appears to be several balconies. He's on the very edge of the cliff, the most prime piece of real estate, and he has a beautiful view of the Endrill's Isles. How tall is this cliff? Just out of curiosity. Uh, this cliff, well, it's actually, oh, it's lower than the other place that you were wanting to go and decided not to. Somewhere between 300 and 350 feet up from the ocean. Good to know. The height of things is always good to know. <laughs> Especially in proximity to various elements. We see, a, we see a gate, or we see an opening in the wall. There is a gate, it is open, and there are two guardsmen standing guard on either side. And there are a few patrols of guardsmen on the grounds, just making the rounds. There does appear to be a head guard, I would say, sitting on the front porch area of the manor itself, overseeing what's going on. Don't worry, sir, I'll protect your head. Um, <laughs> sorry, that had to happen. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I say we, we would just march straight towards the gate. Yeah, just go on up. Just... Yep, no, walk with a mission, like the kid who doesn't have a hall pass and is going somewhere during class. Okay. Uh, as you walk up to the gate, the guards cross their spears in front of you and say, HALT! I look very confused. Why? What? We're going that way. We're here to see... Tolo. Tolo. <laughs> State your business. We're here to see Tolo, and it's none of yours. I think you'll find that it is our business. State your business! We go way back. Uh, roll persuasion for that. I would add by just rolling my eyes, like, oh god, this again. Fourteen. Fourteen? Gotta be fucking kidding me. Bullshit. Yay! 
They immediately go, oh, I'm so sorry. They pull their spears back and they bow and let you walk on through. Puppy. Naughty, naughty puppy. All right, so the guards let you just waltz right in. They fully believe that you were an old friend of their boss, Tolo. Thank you. On the way past, I just clap one on the back, but I kind of miss and hit him like right there. Uh, roll an roll an unarmed attack. Unarmed attack. Nineteen. All right. Well, you definitely deal some damage. Roll damage. Three. Okay. It's always three. (laughs) All right. I was meaning to just like do the clap, but make it awkwardly intimate and slightly threatening. (laughs) All right. Well, roll intimidation as well for me, just real quick. Eleven. Ooh. Horse urgent. <laughs> All right. He's a little bit intimidated, but he's kind of angry that you struck him and you did cause some damage. He's going to have a little bit of bruising, mm-hmm. and he's about to he's about to come at you when the other fellow mm-hmm. that Volant was talking to says, "Don't. They know Mister Schrade. Leave it be. Leave it be." Sorry, sir. These are a bit heavy sometimes. <laughs> Just for good measure, I turn around and I say, "What are your names?" Oh, they've completely lost their memories. They they are so intimidated and so scared at this point. Uh, roll perception. Wow. Ooh, twenty-three. Five. All right. Okay. All right. So uh, one think, of us is good and one of us is bad. Every time. <laughs> every single bloody time. So Theo, your character is thoroughly engaged with the two guards. You are. This is where all of your attention is going. Volant, you notice a very heavy pair of footsteps coming behind you along the path, and you hear a very gruff voice saying, I'll deal with this. You turn around. You turn around, look. You turn around. (laughs) You see behind you the very important-looking head guard who is sitting on the porch. He has come up to see what all of the commotion is, and he is wearing... He's not. He's wearing a really nice set of armor. It's like black, a little bit of gold, and there's a red symbol in the in the center. But it is not the same symbol as the guards out on the street. You can surmise that this is probably the symbol of Tolo Shrade. What does it look like? Again? It looks kind of like a like a like a, a four sided diamond. Okay. With a T, and then a uh, an arrow going through the top of it. So like a diamond with a cross in it. And an arrow? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> I'm turning around looking okay. very confused and innocent. Okay. <laughs> mm, he just says in a raspy voice, What is going on here? The two guards are trying to say, Sorry, boss. We've got two here who, 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 who know the boss. He looks at you, Volant, and he claims that he does not recognize you. Well, you wouldn't have been there during our meetings. He looks at you very sus- uh, very suspiciously, and he looks over his left shoulder. He dismisses the guards with a wave of his hand. They immediately clank back straight to their posts, and he just motions for the two of you to follow him. I look over and... Fuck what's your name I look over and fuck what's your name again? Vignesi. 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 Second session. <laughs> Level two. I look over at Vignesi to see, and, and in my brain I say, so are we following this guy? Until we're not. Until we're not. 
Yeah. Okay, so you follow Happy him. Happy to in. oblige. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he leads you into the manor house. The lower floor is draped with these just beautiful uh, rugs and uh, there's like rugs on the floor. They're just beautiful, beautiful, thick and uh, elaborately woven uh, like like blankets. Tapestries? Yeah, tapestries. That's what I'm looking for and I couldn't think of it. Thank you very much. Yes! (laughs) Alright. It looks almost like a like a it's, it looks like a brothel in a library had a baby. It's probably a r- Get behind that. Okay, all right. <laughs> it's like a library and a brothel had a baby. Mm-hmm. It's like my dream home. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's got a little uh, insight into Vlant's character in real life. <laughs> he leads you not into any of the adjoining rooms, which are fairly empty. The only sound that you can hear is the sound from above, and it sounds like a woman running around chasing after young children, but that's upstairs. He leads you not upstairs, not through any of the empty rooms, which have uh, uh, pieces of art, pieces of treasure. This guy is a collector, and he walks you straight through onto the very back patio, which overlooks the cliffs and the Indrils Isles for miles and miles in either direction. It is gorgeous. And there is standing what looks like a very important man in kind of a... If a tunic and a toga had a baby. <laughs> this is how I'm going to start just describing things. Is a new it, addition to the dr- drinking game? If an A and a B had, had a baby. baby. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It begins. I'm out of, I'm out of alcohol. I'm, I'm almost there. Oh, that's good, though, yeah? Mm-hmm. Mm. All the beer flavor went away. <laughs> yeah, you take like two drinks, the beer flavor is gone. Yeah. If you'd like to know what we're drinking, posterity, please email us at rollforequality at gmail.com. And we will <laughs> and try will... to remember. <laughs> Chris will reply with what she already told you at the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm drinking several different things. If they want to know what the hell I'm talking about, I need to get that Facebook group up and going. Or or erase the one and keep the other one that I... Yeah. Do do the things. I will have to do the things, yes. Anyway, moving on. Meanwhile... Oh, hey, you said the thing. That's on the drinking game. Which thing? Moving on. Oh. That's going to be the end of my Desperado. Hello, Stella Artois. You are a beautiful beard. All right, we ready? Yes. Okay, so this appears to be... um, Well, so... So you see a very important looking man sort of uh, walking back and forth. He's walking back and forth on the patio outside. It is very richly adorned with small statues carved from coral. And they've got kind of an interesting look about them because they're they're carved from coral, so they're not completely shaped correctly and they still have some of their coral essence. So it's kind of a mix of of, of humans and if they had coral on them. Hmm. So it's kept, yeah. Looks really beautiful. It's definitely or like there, uh, there's some artisan somewhere that he commissioned to do these. Um, he appears to be very busy. He looks very, very like uh, he's very deep in thought. And the head guard announces you in his as loudly as he can in his raspy voice. Mister Schrade, visitors. So he turns and looks at you. As he turns, he doesn't do it quickly. He's not surprised. He turns very slowly. And looks both of you over. 
And he just says very low, come forward. I think really hard in my head at Alice. He is really a dick, isn't he? <laughs> I don't hear it. No, I think you do. <laughs> or at least I, I choose to think you do. I have my most swoony face on. Okay. I tip my head onto her shoulder, sort of like a marionette, and just keep looking. I've, I've just settled into poker face. None of my attempts to not be me have succeeded, so, yup. You guys move forward into the light of the full day and out of the shadow of the house, looming over like about a quarter of the patio. The head guard follows you about mm, a meter behind you. When you get about a meter and a half from Tolo Shrade, he holds up his hand, indicating for you to stop. And he just very lingeringly looks you both over, looks back at his guard, raises an eyebrow, as if to question who in the hell are these people in my house. The guard behind you raspily says, They appeared at the gate. They claimed to know you, Mr. Shrade. He looks you both over again and stares. They now look deeply hurt. He's going to look at you, Valak, and say, I've never met either one of these young ladies in my life. If this is about the captain's payment, I assure you, I paid in full. There should be no reason for this business now. It was concluded yesterday. Legit, don't know what to do. My gut instinct is kill everyone. Um. See, murder hobos. I'm just gonna, I, I, I'm just gonna lean into it and say, you don't remember me. He looks at you just for like a solid minute and just says, no, is there some other business you've come to bother me about? Who are you? Oh my god. He might have a job something at the base bottom of the peninsula money. We don't have money. I don't have any money, and you keep spending yours because I don't have any money. <laughs> <laughs> this is all in our brains. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Brain talk. Um, that didn't work. Nope. Mind speak. Nope. Doesn't. Here's nothing I can say right now. On well, today's gonna... talk show with Theo, it's brain talk. <laughs> <laughs> you have one. Sometimes a group of people will have one amongst them <laughs> and lose it. To just see you again and say hello, but we also heard there might be work available. When he, when you say that, his eyes, his, both of his eyebrows kind of go up. His eyes go a little bit wide, and he suddenly seems a little bit more interested in what you have to say. What kind of work do you do? Any kind that pays well enough. Where are you both from? That I might humbly. You mightn't. Uh, roll perception, Theo. Seven. Four <laughs> dice jail. Going well. <laughs> yeah, you don't notice anything. Do I, was I, if, I? If, you, if you want to. Yes, 17. You notice that he seems very happy with the fire that Theo's character is displaying right here. But not in a way that's like genuinely, I like her. It's okay. This is what I've been looking for, type thing. Mm -hmm. And you, where are you from? Here and there. 
He turns around and he starts to look across the sea. You see that his arm goes up and he visibly is rubbing the bottom of his chin. And then Does he that's, have a beard? No, he does not have a beard. He's clean shaven, like most of the men in this town. And that is when you see him looking toward... <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> and that is when you see him looking toward the south, toward the tip of the peninsula, to the large building and with two towers that seems to be standing at the top of the peninsula. No, that was not Lord of the Rings reference, and I got the drink. Yes. You said the name. God, it's balls. <laughs> it's not my fault that it appears to have two towers for beer. You could have indicated there is a tower on either side. Oh, a lava ball that's good and sacred. <sighs> so, he turns back to you, he turns back to you both, because I can't <clears throat> talk, because English is hard. And he asks both of you, well, I shouldn't say asks, he tells both of you to look to the south, and he asks, what do you see? Both of you roll perception. 13. Can I have investigation? Yeah. Since I'm looking for something. Yeah. Cool. 15. All right, okay. I get a plus one for that. Okay, so you both can see what looks like a building with two crumbling towers. Okay, so what do you say to him? I see a bird. I see a plane. I see <laughs> <It's> Superman. Superman. <laughs> Pretty sure that the comics is somewhere in the drinking game. <laughs> um, what am I supposed to see? Do you see that building to the south on the tip of the peninsula? The towers? Yes. That is the one. For many generations it has been abandoned. I would like something from deep within its vaults. I will pay handsomely for the retrieval of this item. What is handsomely? We require a number. I will say 150 gold pieces. How much danger is involved? He says, not much. It is merely an old building. Some claim it is haunted. Is that a word? Isn't that a word? I'm going to make it a word. Foolery is not a word. Uh, tomfoolery is a word. Foolishness. That's the word I was trying to say. And I'm just, I, I've had a few drinks. So All right. why can't you just send one of your guards to go get it? Do you know what kind of people live here? Superstitious kind. That's not the word I was thinking of, but go on. I need someone who is not from around these parts. Who has not been taken in by this foolishness, this superstition, this notion of ghosts. I need what is in that place. And if you are able to retrieve it, I will reward you with 150 gold pieces. We've gone from want to need. That means That's something, right? Okay, but are, are you going to demand more, or are you just going to be like, want and need, tee hee hee? <laughs> she said, I said that's, that's more, more expensive. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that part. What price would you have me give? I'm thinking at you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking of you two, so I would care one of the things you thought at me. <laughs> My players are trying to think at each other, and it's not working. <laughs> Foolishness. Say hundred now. The other half plus 
one we bring back. And we look at him as though he heard everything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. He's waiting impatiently <laughs> looking at the two of you. What oh. color are your eyes again? Blue. Uh, um, um, they're like um, amber, gold, gold, gold. gold. That's right. With demon hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the demon tents. I've had a discussion with myself, and you heard it. Posterity, everyone drink. Sorry. Uh, I'm still on my first. You're better at talking. I think a flat rate of 200. Half up front. And 50 additional for each piece of evidence we bring back that you were not honest with us. He says, yes, the 200, but no to the 50. He says, there's no way that, he's like, in what way would I have been dishonest with you? I need a thing. If you bring me the thing, then I'm being honest with you. You told us that there were rumors of foolery, of ghosts, of danger, but that none existed. If we bring back evidence that this was a lie, we'll require additional payment. If it was not, you pay nothing additional. So, I'm confused. Do you want to bring back evidence that he's lying about rumors? If If we go there and we discover that it's considerably more dangerous than he said. Okay. Then he pays us for pieces of evidence that he's lying. If he's telling the straight truth, we will find no evidence, and he pays nothing additional. Okay, all right, because I was over here just like, we will bring back evidence that, 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 of, of, of stuff. If we should discover that you are lying, for every piece of evidence that we discover about your lie, it is 50 more on top of the original 200 when we return. He takes a look around, considers, and he agrees. But he says if you want any of the full payment, you will have to have it done within three days. Well, we get the hundred up, up front. Yes, but all that other, like the, the second the balance half? within yes. three days. How far away is this thing doing? Uh, it's three days away. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I stab him. <laughs> <laughs> Hard <laughs> between the eyes. <laughs> uh, no, um, Kelp Keep, which is the place that he wants you to go, and he explains. Mm. Um, it's only about like an hour and a half to two hour walk. Why do you need it within three days? He shrugs you off. So it's time sensitive. That's more expensive. He says, I want it in three days because I want it, not because I need it in three days. I think very. If you want, you can roll insight and see if you can figure sure. out. I'd love to do that. I'm not going to do a Five. Lovely. Crit. Yeah. Crit. Matt 20 plus zero. Okay. <laughs> when he says that, when he says he wants it in three days, it's not because he needs it in three days. It's because he's just used to getting what he wants when he wants it. Hmm. Yeah. He's just a douche and just is like, Thinking. If we can get out of him what it is he wants, we can just go get it. Yeah. He'll tell you what he wants. Well, you too. Yeah. <laughs> no, just go to this random place, go find an item. I'm not going to tell you what it is or what it looks like and bring it back. If we can get him to tell him before we make an agreement, then we can let him hire his other people and just go get it himself. And then decide it. <laughs> Are you supposed to be uh, what, What's your alignment? It's chaotic good 
So swindling someone out of a job is okay. Because he might not deserve the item he wants because he's a dick. Oh, that's a good point. Mm. Damn, power. That's a great point. The chaos is the by most means necessary. <laughs> the good is, eh, does he deserve it? I was just checking. I wasn't, I couldn't remember what your alignment was. Let's see if we can figure out what it is. Let's see if we can figure it out. Go ahead and see if we can get him to open his big mouth and tell us. Okay. 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 Do do the thing that works. What's the thing that works? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about the item. Do you agree to take the job? Well, we'll need to know a bit more about the item before we can agree. We're not in the practice of taking jobs without getting all the details. And I will give you the details when you have decided to take said job. Well, that. That directly contradicts what I just said. Mutually exclusive. Well, then, on your way. How old time is it? I don't know you, woman. Now, you can try to persuade him if you want, but I'm watching you to see at what point we're just getting. At what point we just rip open the void. I'm going to attempt to persuade him, and I'm going to say, you would remember me under the right circumstances. 20! Dirty 20. I'm not trying to fuck him, I'm just trying to convince him. Oh, I, I, oh, I (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember that one night you drank like 19 beers? I held your hair while you puked. <laughs> you said you loved me. <laughs> Come on, dude. God, you're such a douche. Well, he rolled a natural 19 plus a 2. So, yeah, 21, so he doesn't believe you. But he is very intrigued by your persistence in trying to convince him that you know him. He's very intrigued. What do I gauge of your mood? I'm irritated because this usually works. <laughs> uh, how irritated do I think you are? Because I can do a thing, but if I do a thing, it's kind of on. You can roll perceptions to try to check her mood. I'll roll insight because it's the same damn number. There you go. Alright, yeah, that's better. That's a two. <laughs> oh. Can I have advantage because I've known her since school? Yeah, sure. school friends. Hashtag school 16. <laughs> Alright, yeah. That's going to be on the drinking game, isn't it? School friends. <laughs> Any reference to us being school friends and dorm mates. <sighs> Alright, so you guess uh just a sixteen? Yeah. Okay. Alright, so Valamp, yeah, you can try to Should I roll for how irritated I am? Yeah. Roll D twenty and let's see. Trying to gauge how close are we to 11. fuck this shit. You are very on the verge of fuck this shit. You're not quite there yet. Gripping my umbrella tighter. Yeah. <laughs> and you definitely noticed the O. Alright, so I'm I'm watching for the tipping point of fuck this shit. I am holding an action brain, for this. In your brain. Mm. From my brain to yours. <laughs> I say, what do you want to do? Say our options are leave or fuck him up. As we just stare at each other. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yellowish red eyes, deep void like eyes, just staring at each other in silence. (laughs) Meanwhile, four hours later. (laughs) It's probably a good minute, two minutes. Thanks. Perhaps I've mistaken you for someone. Yes, perhaps. I've met many very handsome men in my 
Uh, you want to try to persuade him? Sure. That I've met handsome men? No, it's like, no, just, just. <laughs> you just consider him to be yeah. on. Ooh. Uh, 11. <laughs> All right, okay. He's not totally convinced, but he does appreciate your, your people skills. A little bit skills. of a snarl coming through. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. You've decided to take the job. He is going to give you some more details. He says that what he wants is an old treasure of the Landstride family who wants for the keepers of Kelp Keep. Oh, God, there's a lot of K's in there. Yeah, there's a song in there. Mm-hmm. There's a song somewhere in there, and I'll have to write it. These, uh, he said that there is a, a, a specific item. It's an heirloom of the Landstride family that's somewhere lost in the keep. And it is in the shape of a bullhorn, like a hollowed out horn. And it is covered on the edge at the end of the horn. And it has been carved intricately with different designs depicting important parts of the Landstride family's family history. He really wants this horn because, well, he doesn't really tell you, well, fuck it, I'll just go ahead and take it exactly like it. He wants this horn because he wants it for his collection. It's the one last thing that he wants. But roll insight real quick. Uh, the uh, number. Uh, two, uh, four. Two. Oh two. Okay. <laughs> All right. So as he tells you why he wants it, you completely believe him. This is the only thing that he actually wants. He has no other ulterior motive. What was that? That was me making the dice not have a one on top. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Well, okay, we but we we know he's shady. Oh yeah, we don't like him. Yeah, so we wouldn't just. We're not picking him. up on his ulterior motives. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys agreed to do the thingy for the dude man and go to the place. Yeah, didn't we ask him for a present? Uh, we asked him the where. We asked him the what. We explained the moneyness. Let's uh, be very clear about time you want this back? Would that be evening three days from now? Let me see. It the is... end of the third day. <laughs> There's no drinking for that. <laughs> oh. Look to the west. Oh wait, no, look to the east. Damn! I suck. Oh uh, no, I was totally I going know. Jesus yeah, there. Right. Yeah. <laughs> nope, I did now, not. But you made it. You thing. made it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Some people's minds go to Jesus. Mine goes to Lord of the Rings. <laughs> well, at the end of the third day, kind of. I was gonna, oh, I knew it was the fifth day, but I was like, I'm gonna make this work in Gandalf's favor. So, all right. Anyway, okay. So he says um, it is about midday, and he says that he will have the three days begin tomorrow morning at the hour of seven, and you will have until seven on the fourth day. So you have. Three full days and three full nights. And you'll tell your guards to look for our return? Yes, of course. And then he um, claps his hands. Uh, He claps his hands and a servant who you didn't notice, who was like hiding, but like, not hiding like, hee hee hee, I'm hiding, (laughs) but like, keeping out of sight until he was needed, Mm -hmm. hiding, runs out and has a small bag of gold and Tolo takes it, opens it, dumps it on the platter, and tells him to count it. And he very quickly counts 100. He puts it back in, and Tolo takes it, and he throws it to you. 
Roll a dexterity check to see if you catch it. I am very dense. <laughs> and therefore, not very dexterous. Don't say bad things about yourself. You're not that stupid. Thirteen. Thirteen. Okay, you're able to catch it. Not not, not gracefully, but you, you catch it. He also takes from the platter two pieces of paper rolled up, and he gives them to each of you. And he tells you that these are passes to come back into the city unhindered one time. Any more questions? Nope. And yes, he's thinking in her head. Your daddy didn't love you, did he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Mean. All right. So the big guard, who Hello has referred to as Grolbin, Grolbin the guard, and that is his name, escorts you out. And as he is, Tolo calls after you, do make sure that my treasure is unsullied and unscathed. As we are being escorted out, I respond from my brain to his, we will. I just uh, think really hard in my head, were you expecting us to fuck it? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Valam, go ahead and roll, uh, roll intimidation to see if he's rattled by that. I didn't, I'm not trying to intimidate him. Oh, you're not? Okay. No. Okay. I'll just... Roll a performance. Playing. Okay. Playing <laughs> roll a performance to see if he notices that you used your brain. 17. Yeah, he noticed that you said that with your mind. Grobin the guard escorts you back through Shrade Manor and past the two guards and out of the gate. And walks back onto the property. Walk a little further away. <laughs> <laughs> we don't like him. We don't. I don't. Just check it. No. <laughs> so, should we go buy a fish from the one guy and then leave town? Yeah, and let's, like, see if anyone else isn't excited about this family. Oh, oh, okay. Well, I suppose see if someone is more... Not deserving. Asking, you know, that, but feel if like there's around. any heirs floating around, yeah. market might be a good place to do that. That's true. All right. So to the market. To the market. To the market. All right. To the fish dude. Pig. No. <laughs> big fish. It's a big fish. <laughs> it's a big. You can be a big fish too. Wait. That's on the drinking game. <laughs> yes. Is Disney references is. is on the it drinking is. game. Ah, oh, crap. I forgot it was a Disney reference. So, you head in the direction of the market. It's a really easy, it's really easy to see where the market is because you can easily follow the cart tracks going straight from the gate right to the market. Apparently the cart's not allowed to go anywhere else. You know, you don't know this for sure, but this is the feeling that you get because it's the only place where you see the cart tracks. There is, in the center of the market, a beautiful statue of what looks like a mermaid and there is a fountain and it's using seawater so there's this constant scent of seawater but it's a little bit different it smells as if this water for the fountain has been blended with the smell of oranges oranges of course being a very prominent fruit in this area and a symbol of wealth and prosperity so you have sea salt and orange scent wafting through the market the market is a circular market with the statue and the uh, fountain in the center. And it looks like each cart is behind a stall. And these stalls are made of the same sort of whitewashed clay or stone. 
that is also that the rest of the houses are made of. You see people milling around. You see children playing by the fountain, throwing in small little bronze coins. Some of them are wooden and they float on top. I use my cantrip shape water to make a whatever the equivalent of a middle finger is in the in the water in the fountain. It will stay there for one hour. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. All right. So, what would the equivalent of a middle finger in this world be? Well, it would be um, the left hand raised with the palm facing the person, and so the the outside of the arm with a single pinky flying up. That is the way to give someone the finger in this part of the world. You suddenly see a large water-shaped <laughs> left hand rising up with his pinky out. Uh, both of you roll perception. <laughs> Five. Thirteen. All right. So the children who are playing by the water suddenly are shocked. They, they see the water start to move. This hand start to rise up. Several of them run back to their mothers, terrified, screaming, there's a water monster, a water monster. At about that moment, when the mothers see their children running from the fountain, and they turn to the fountain, that is when the single pinky flies straight up. And the women immediately scream and tell their children, look away, look away, and they start to try to shield the eyes of the path. Oh, that was quick. Good God's balls. Man, right in the middle of my great narration, the delivery man gets here. Damn. It's okay. So the mothers are desperately trying to to cover their children's eyes, and a lot of them have started to rush out of the market. Some of the more naughty boys are standing in front of the of, of the fountain, and they know what the symbol means, and they're laughing, and they're both. And some of them are going ah, 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 and they are raising their left hand, extending their pinky finger back to the fountain, and having a grand old time. Oh, for Pete's sake! <laughs> <laughs> And I look at her as I do it because I know otherwise it isn't going to disappear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and I'm thinking in my head, make it look good. <sighs> I don't know if you get it or not, but yep. Did you hit the water? Yeah, I'm killing it dramatically as okay. a paladin would. Okay. All right. Um, like, you've had your prank, okay? Can baby? I roll to see if I noticed? Yeah, to, sure. to see if I would know to... 17. Okay. What do you want to see? If I noticed If she, she would notice that to. I'm doing the equivalent oh, of Geralt going, oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you do notice. Okay. You make it disappear? Yes. And I'm a little bit mopey. And the response, <laughs> the response you hear in your head is, good one, but we don't need the younger boys getting uppity. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good advice for everybody. All right. Less children to dodge now, though. <laughs> Yes, the marketplace has cleared out considerably. <laughs> All right, so you're looking for the fishmonger, yes? Yeah. Yes. All right, he is on Drying the... seawater off my bone sword. <laughs> <laughs> and now it smells slightly of oranges. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the fishmonger is actually on the furthest end. So it's kind of like in a, it's like in a cul-de-sac type thing. He's in the, the top part of the cul-de-sac. And you are by the fountain, so it's only like about a 15-foot walk over to where the fishmonger is. Yes. <laughs> okay. I scoop up some water in my hand. Sorry. I make sculptures in my hand. <laughs> <laughs> so while 
water sculptures in her hand. <laughs> you guys walk up to the fishmonger. He yeah. greets you warmly and excitedly, and he immediately holds out his arms wide uh, to display his fine catch of the day. You notice that he actually has his fish on ice, trying to keep them as cold as possible, but the ice is melting quite quickly in this climate. We will get two fishes. All right, he is excited, and he says for you, he will give you a slight discount. So instead of three gold pieces, he will actually only ask you for two gold pieces. What kind of fish? This is pure kelp bay bass. It's the largest fish that we have in kelp bay, and they oftentimes eat the, uh, the seaweed at the bottom, so it has a very pleasant, salty flavor. I usually cure mine. Would you like the fish or the cured? I cure mine in salt, oranges, and lemon. With a little bit of rosemary. Cured. All right, so for that, the cured is a little bit more expensive. Um, the cured is usually about five gold, but he'll give it to you for three. For both? Mm hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Lord, Bologna was like, bitch, don't make you pay for this shit. That's a lot for fish. Um, this is okay. really good fish, and it's also really, really big. Each fish should last you. How big? How big? About that big. Like the fillet is that big. Yeah, the fillet is oh. that big. They're really, oh, okay. really big fish. Yeah, three for two. Yeah, three. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to say, I say yeah. Two you? for three. Yeah. yeah. Two for three. Okay. Three gold for two fish, or two fish for three gold. Yeah. There you go. I'll throw in a half to get it out of your inventory. Yes. <laughs> Oh, since you gave him a half, he's also going to throw in... Information! No. <laughs> um, well, no, he's actually going to throw in about half a kilogram of dried seaweed that he says he has salted and dusted with cumin. Hmm. I wonder if my character likes that. <laughs> I don't think mine's ever had it. We'll take it. <laughs> All right. Why will we have you here? Since you uh, helped us find where we were going. And we're so grateful for that. Yes. 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 Um, what do you know about this this old family that used to own the key? The Lamb's Tribe. Oh, it's been many years since anyone has seen one of them. They say that they're all gone. Some folk believe they're dead. Some folk believe that they just sort of ran off across the sea, possibly to one of the more smaller, more secluded Indril's Isles. No one's quite sure exactly what. They used to be the old keepers of the peninsula, you see. They were the ones who guarded us for so long, and then they didn't need to anymore. Why not? Well, many centuries ago, after years and years and generations of fighting, all of the rulers of the Indril's Isles came together and decided that enough was enough that the real instigators were, of course, the pirates. So they all decided to... And here are my notes. Where the hell did I put the note? God damn it. Sorry, where's my note? Where's my note? Pause to consult his scroll. <laughs> I must consult the scroll. <laughs> takes a moment as he reaches into his bag and rifles through his notes. This is <laughs> like I'm enacting now. <laughs> he pulls out his scroll of knowledge. And <laughs> he says, well, the rulers of the Indrel's Isles long ago came together and decided to create a peace treaty that has been called the Peace of the Gulls. Once that happened, all of us started fighting against the pirates rather than having a bunch of infighting happen. 
The Landstrides, up until that time, had been the keepers of Kelk Ridge, Kelk Town, and the Bay of Kelk. But once the Peace of the Gulls was signed, the pirate problem started to go away, and their purpose started to fade. That's when the trouble began, people say. What trouble? Well, that's just the thing. No one's really sure. We stopped hearing from the Landstrider family almost completely. Did anyone go check on them? Many people did. There were strange lights at night for a time. Colorful? Oh, very colorful. Sometimes it would light up the sky with purples and oranges and greens and blues. And then it started to go black. It was very strange, you see. These black puffs of smoke would be so thick that they would blot out the stars and would sometimes cause shipwrecks along the coastline of the peninsula. When did Mr. What's the woman's last name? I'm trying to think about him respectfully. or insight. Actually, roll insight. Fifteen. Natural twenty. Yes. All right. You notice that when you mention him being an honorable man, the fishmonger almost immediately has a look across his face that he immediately tries to hide. You guys, well, Theo in particular, you notice that this is definitely a look of just, I do not like this person. This person's a douche. Oh my god. He does not like Tolo Shrade. I can see by the light in your eyes that you fully understand how much we love and trust this man. Okay. I can see that you have the same feelings that we do. Uh, roll persuasion. Okay, 23. Okay, <laughs> all right. Is it to be this drunk? <laughs> the fishmonger completely understands what you are yes. trying to explain to him. The 19-year-old androgynous teen would would speak fluent sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> the fishmonger looks at you, Theo, looks at Valant, looks back at Theo, and just says, Yes, an honorable man such as he. Yeah. He's asked us to... Uh, do him a little favor. Has he asked you to go to the keep? He has. The fishmonger starts to look around a little bit, and he indicates um, that you should meet him around back of his cart. What have you got around here? <laughs> yeah, it looks real interesting. Well, I happen to have the finest, most amazing... Okay, here's the deal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so when you guys get to the back there, he starts to tell you a little bit more um, that several expeditions to find out what happened to the Landstrides over the years. Several folk went up to Kelp Keep to try to figure out what had happened. Most never returned. The few who did claimed that they heard the shrieking of ghosts and all sorts of hauntings and disembodied voices of spirits and violent hauntings. Doors slamming 
parts of the roof falling down, which is not uncommon since it is falling apart. It's been there for about a thousand years or so, you know. So if you do go up there, make sure that you take your time and you be careful. I would urge you not to do so. Historically, I do alright in dark places. We greatly appreciate your warning. Yeah. And he rifles through his bag. He pulls out another bit of cured fish. Take it to the road. Thank you. Appreciate it. And he says, if you ever need anything, I'm usually at my shop in Kelp Town. What's your name? His name is, and I have it written over here. Where is it? Where is it? His name is Palfrin. Palfrin. The fishmonger. It's a pleasure to meet you. And you, and what, how, who might you be, your name? Alice. Oh, were you the two that was with the captain the other day down in Kelp Town? Were you there? Oh, no, but my, a friend of mine was getting a few free free drinks after Captain Dandora came in and was throwing stuff around. Uh, My friend Kelshrop, who happened to be there. Mentioned us by name. Well, she did, yes. You wouldn't have seen her. She's quite tiny. She's a dwarf, you see. She's my business partner. And a bit of a gossip, if I do say so myself. Can I tell anyone our names? I don't remember. We probably did. We seem to have been more affected than we thought we should have been by the ale. You were flirting hard, and I was tempting interaction. That just sounds like us usually. (laughs) True. (laughs) (laughs) This is kind of like your M.O., you know? Which is hilarious because we've just swapped. <laughs> now it's like you take the money, you do the talking, I'll just be over here ready to kill things. Alright, so you have talked to Palfrin and he's giving you a little extra food and he's wishing you good luck. And he, of course, tells you that if you were ever back in Kelftown, look up him and his business partner, Kelshroff. Is there anything else that you would like to ask Palfrin while you have him here? I, I, I say, you might be a more honest man than this, but I'd like to give you the option. And I freeze the water in my hands in the shape of the fountain, and I hand it to him and say, it'll unfreeze in an hour, but no one else knows that. Uh, he takes it? If you don't want to sell it, you can just enjoy it for an hour. It's a quite a beautiful structure, and it does smell quite It will do really, really well to have such a thing to decorate my fish with. It might actually get me a little bit more business with my fishmongery, so I appreciate you. Yes. Remember, only one hour. Oh, thank you very much. And good luck on your adventuring. There's a metal bar. I I, I tip my my hair at him. (laughs) You tip your hair? Because apparently that's the thing I do now. Uh, Okay, all right. (laughs) That's okay. You you do you, Valon. I will tip my hair at you in your general direction, good sir. You have finished talking to Palfrin. Have you gotten all of the information that you want to get from him? Yeah, that was, that was good. Yeah. Okay. I feel up for ghosts. It's a thing I enjoy doing. And we'll, we'll just try to gather as much evidence as we can so how much we can yeah. rack our... How much we can weasel out of this weaselly man. <laughs> How much karma we can bring to him? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much possum pain can we bring to this mofo? 
All right, so you do you guys want to? It's about midday. It's about maybe one. Did, oh wait, no, it's not midday. I'm sorry. So it was. It's like in the evening, like in that the twilight, like that tapering off period. And you said it was how long to get there? Uh, uh, one to two hours. One and a half to two hours. Want to get there at night. Nah, sleep the night. Head off in the morning. So. Okay. Do you want to sleep here in town or on the road? What are the chances we could find a decent tavern for the night? Oh, there's a horse. Not fancy, not hoity-toity, not looking down on us, but just a real tavern. Well, to be honest, you don't really have a lot of that around here. It's really hoity-toity, high-polluting, very much... Do you stay the night here? I honestly usually stay in the back of my cart or... Uh, no, uh, no, under his cart. He sleeps under his cart. Would you mind company? No, of course not. Your, your we have friends our are the own captain. bed rolls. Oh, excellent. Of course, yeah, no, not a problem. Yeah. Your friends are the captain? Not, not, not an issue. Cool. Alright. Palfrin is. under a wagon of fish. No, <laughs> it don't get any better than this. <laughs> this uh, is us. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Palfrin. That's who we are now. This is what we do. <laughs> Falfrin is going to take the, the the sculpture that you gave him. He's going to put it um, at, like as a with his fish, like on the ice, uh, like as a, a like an ornament. Mm. And you guys are, I guess, are just going like, to settle like around the cart and just sort of chill. He's going to conclude a few more minutes of business. That sculpture actually helps to bring in a lot more business after about an hour, which is about you know about the time that he was going to close up shop. He still has a line going, so he just sort of freeze it again. You freeze it again? If I'm awake. Yeah. All right. It's a cantrip. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if necessary, I'd go bring her another handful. Damn. All right. Okay. So, yeah, he's, he's, he's doing a brisk business, and he looks at you two, and he goes, you two are the best lucky charms I've ever had. <laughs> um, his assistant, who is also his son, is cooking up some of the fish, and he throws on a couple more for you, for both of you. So you also get a free dinner. looking at the things I've ca- I carry in my chest with me and realizing I shouldn't bring any of them out. It's a mirror, holy oil, manacles, a steak. <laughs> Might raise some questions. The Paladin's box is weirdly specific. So where is the BDSM club in this town? It's, <laughs> it's the Buffy box. Ooh, the Buffy box. Damn. As the market starts to settle down for the night, a lot of the um, about half of the merchants who were there actually live in town, so they just vacate the premises and go home. Um, the other half are people who are from out of town, and they start to set up their own little camps around their own carts. Some of them are drinking ale, and some of them are moving to other carts to go talk to other friends who are also merchants. So it's very much a, a really tight-knit community of merchants right here. Um, if you roll perception, you might hear some gossip. Nope. Fucking hell, seven. Or you might not. Three. And you definitely don't. You 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 don't hear, but at some point I look at you and wrinkle my face. You get the impression I'm thinking at you. Okay, then I say, what? <laughs> yeah. I think at you and I, I make a facial expression that you tend to respond to. That's why I think you understand. 
Um, and by this point, I'm sure we I also believe that, that for, me, for it to work <laughs> this way, then I have to be looking at you. <laughs> All right. Bless you. All right. Are we ready to continue? Yes. Awesome. So, you have woken up to the morning, um, and you now have three full days and three full nights to go find this item. Right. You say goodbye to Palfren. He is opening up his shop for another day of merchanting. I make him another sculpture. It'll, this one really will melt in an hour. So, okay, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> It'll melt in an hour. <laughs> he thanks you again very much. He made a killing last night, and mm-hmm. he does, of course, before you guys leave. He encourages you to be careful, and of course, when you return, if you return, look him up in Kelpatown. In Kelpatown. Okay. Yes, and he can set you up with uh, leads and all kinds of different things. Excellent. We like this. Especially since his business partner, Keltrop, uh, is, is, is super, super gossipy and knows everything. Apparently. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were like just here and this person knew that we were there and like, what's happening? Alright, did we tell someone our name? Are we being stalked? <laughs> I mean, we be worried. We're evidently stalkable, but still. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> that was We're adorable. It. Love it. <laughs> I do that every now and again, and I always like it because I think it's cute. At some point. Nah, I'll do it on the walk. When we're out of the way, I'm going to pull that little letter. Is it sealed? All right. To get back re- into the re entry to the city. Oh, yeah, it is sealed. Light a match. Loosened up. Pop it open. Okay. And read it. Okay. What does it say? Um, it just says this person has one free pass between these dates to enter the town again. It's a shitty entry visa. It's a shitty entry visa, essentially. And it is, of course, stamped with Tolo Shrade's um, symbol at the bottom that I described that was on his people's outfits. So. Cool. I show you. Roll it back up. Squish it back on. All right. So you continue on. You leave, You are leaving Kelp Ridge, right? Yes. Right. yes. You are putting the dust of the big city, not really a big city, but you know what I mean, behind you and going off up the slope to the tip of the peninsula to the infamously haunted Kelk Key. 